Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome to another rebranded episode of what I like to call the COG, which is the Kingdom of God music podcast. What this basically is, is a different version of the same show, but clearly only to celebrate like the history of great Christian music. So our picks for today is actually a second part to a trilogy I recently started, which is who is the best CCM girl group of all time. So the three picks originally were Out of Eden, Zoe Girl, and Point of Grace. Last time we did Out of Eden versus Zoe Girl when I had Tanya Andre, the leader of the Mavuno Project, which is a ministry based on rescuing human traffic victims out of that lifestyle and into uh, rehabilitation. And um, at that time, Zoe Girl beat out Out of Eden only because I had the deciding vote <laughs> at the end of the night for some reason. And now we got Zoe Girl against Point of Grace. So before I'd like to start the show, um, Morgan, this might be a little bit behind her timeline. But before we start the show, I'd like her to give a 30-second minute uh, reintroduction on herself, where she is, what she does, and her amazing, still, I would say, newlywed experience that she's having. All right, thank you. I'm Morgan. I uh, used to go to church and be in community groups with Josiah, and I, yeah, I'm in Alaska now. Uh, my husband Matt is in the military. We've been married since June of 21, so still kind of new. Um, still um, super blessed and. Looking forward to see what what God uses this chapter for and uh, what he's preparing way for us down uh, in the lower 48, as we call it up here in Alaska. (laughs) Yes, yes. And then how has that um, weather adjustment been for you? Have you always been like accustomed to colder weather or colder climates or was Florida a shocker to you when you were here? (laughs) Honestly, I grew up in Florida, so cold weather was not really... Uh, something I had experience with, but luckily it's it's dry cold, so a um, little different than Florida when it actually does get cold that one week or two out of the year, because um, Florida's a wet cold, so it kind of runs right through you, Yeah. Um, but uh, I guess so does negative 40, so mm. <laughs> it, it's an adjustment, but um, just prioritizing having the right clothing and making sure we're not outside for extended lengths of time. Okay. Um, it, it was manageable. It's not been too bad, but it's been in the negatives um, since November. So consistent, easy to get used to. I got here in the summer, so I had time to acclimate um, from the hot to the cold. So not too bad. Awesome. Awesome. So, of course, the number one thing that we always brag about on Morgan's last appearance on the show is how she had that miraculous opportunity to sing with the brothers of For King and Country. So what we did last time was we did, like, For King and Country collaborations against Imagine Dragons. I believe at that time it was For King and Country that won. You were halfway surprised, halfway not surprised. It kind of just confirmed for you how good For King and Country is, but also kind of surprised you that hey, maybe they're more on a mainstream level than I originally (laughs) had assumed. But at the same token now, you decided to go the route, which I think is going to get you major brownie points later on, of going completely unbiased by picking something behind your time. I'm a child of 92. Morgan's a child of 97. Apparently, though, she only started actually... Maybe because I think she has more mainstream in her catalog than I do, but I think I was I was pretty much both anyway. She's said she claims she only started memorizing Christian music from eight years old onwards. So like she was mentioning some of her highlights were like Jeremy Camp, um, who else? Barlow Girl. I can't believe she was still listening to DC Talk in the mid two thousands. That sounded kind of odd, but <laughs> uh, but yeah. How was that first introduction to Christian music for you? Do you think it was? hearing artists like Chris Tallman and all, was it a little bit cheesy? Was it a nice introduction? Or was it like a stepping stone to greater things? I think because I was so young, it didn't seem cheesy to me. Looking back, (laughs) it was funny. Matt and I actually um, listened to some DC Talk the other day. We had a DC Talk playlist while we were cooking. So we had a 
very nice throwback. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was listening to a couple of her songs that I used to enjoy. I was like, wow, these are like very, uh, like the epitome of what people think Christian music is mm. without listening to without listening to any modern yeah. uh, or recent uh, uh, releases. So I I didn't think it was cheesy at the time. Um, I definitely have seen a progression though over the years, um, especially with having the passion for music I do. I think I I kind of look for certain things or or hear mm-hmm. certain things that maybe others might not. Um, but yeah, I, I started listening to Christian music cause I couldn't, I couldn't go to sleep at night when I was little. Hmm. Interesting. And the only thing, the only thing that would soothe me enough to go to sleep would be listening to like the local Christian radio station. Right. Awesome. Wow. To the, to this day, I'm pretty much the same. I, I can't go to bed without music. Oh, that's just how I'm wired for some reason. But yeah, that's great. So I'm glad that you didn't have the cliche corny introduction to Christian music. At least you had a somewhat good initial first impression to grow from. So that's really great. Dying to reach 
All right, dying to reach you by point of grace. I'm so sorry to give an early opinion, but all I'm hearing in my head when I kept playing that chorus, even though I love the message, is like, furniture home store or something like that. <laughs> I feel like if point of grace ever wanted to revive their career, they should do some like commercial jingles or something like that. Anyway, going up against Forevermore by Zoe Girl. Forevermore by Zoe Girl up against Dying to Reach You by Point of Grace. I felt like we went from a furniture home store commercial to a praise and worship service on like the campus of Dawson's Creek or 90210. <laughs> uh, it was like perfect 2000s daytime TV music. Clearly to me, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Forevermore is the better song. Um, Dying to Reach You, I think, had a stronger message and better lyrics, but melody, song structure wise, and build everything, definitely um, I'm going to give it to Forevermore. Um, it's tough, though, because I kind of feel like I may even change my vote to a tie because I kind of feel like still the lyrics were somewhat better, but I still can't change my f mind around a better song as a whole. So if I'm going to go whole package, I'm sticking with Forevermore. By the way, a four-note before you get into your vote, Zoe Girl pulled a Taylor Swift in reverse. So Taylor went country to pop, 
Zoe girl went pop to pop country. <laughs> <laughs> so that this is the, the pop country end of Zoe girl right before they retired. Um, I'd say forevermore. Um, just immediately, it felt more complex. And then the more uh, you listen to the song, just like you said, it's, it's kind of like a whole package thing. Yeah. Trying to reach you. Uh, had a good message. But I think forevermore was able to take a good message uh, and combine that with just more complex music. It sounded, uh, there's definitely more percussion. And uh, yeah. I liked I liked the part where um, towards the end they were singing different parts and it kind of at one point sounded like a round. Not necessarily more quality, but it, it definitely feels like the winner to me. Yeah, I definitely would say I'm not going to discredit Point of Grace or Zoe Girl for harmonies because harmonies, both of these groups sound like to the T mastered the art of of harmonies. Um, However, I don't know why I couldn't get this image out of my head listening to Dying to Reach You. Like, I kind of felt like a pastor would have got more points for preaching that as a sermon as opposed to singing it. Like, I kind of felt like if I saw... (laughs) If I saw like four uh, like soccer moms in the front of Target singing this song to me, like with all their hands stretched out, like dying to reach you, I don't know why I would cringe for some reason. <laughs> so uh, that's the only thing that kind of it was only the melody and the way it was structured that kind of eh, got to me a little. But if we're judging strictly on message, then it's more even. But I think we got a clear Zoe Girl vote on this first round. All right, so Zoe Girl got one point going into round two. The Way You Love Me by Zoe Girl. Here we go.
The Way You Love Me by Zoe Girl. It was a near-perfect fireplace outdoors song up until that intro and outro ad-lib that made it feel like, again, we're in the daytime Gilmore Girls <laughs> story again. <laughs> like, I can picture a TV show just starting out with that line. The way you love me. And then straight to show. <laughs> anyway. I had to say that. <laughs> exactly. Going into More Than Anything by Point of Grace. Now I know Miss Bell's dying to know why I was laughing. <laughs> okay, um, more than anything, again, I'm I'm gonna be I, I'm gonna sound really mean today. I don't know why, but that's what you guys are here for. You y'all are here for the commentary. If you just wanted to hear the music, then you'll play your own playlist. Anyway, <laughs> the only imagery that was going through my head while listening to more than anything, I don't know how much you experience you have of like old like uh daytime christian television uh like daystar and tbn or whatever it felt like that's the music that would play the background of call today to sponsor a child (laughs) 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 or or for or for ten dollars you can feed a homeless person today (laughs) we take credit card information at this toll-free number (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Only a cup of coffee a day. <laughs> yeah, so that's all I've heard the whole time that song was playing. Again, I can't knock the vocals. The vocals were excellent. 
Um, the melody was somewhat pleasant. I find it a guilty pleasure, to be honest. Um, but uh, I don't know why Point of Grace is just hitting this so, like, daytime commercial zone for me. Um, uh, so I, I feel like now this competition so far has been, like, daytime TV show versus daytime commercial. Anyway, <laughs> the throwback style. Um, the Zoe Girl song, like I said, I do feel is the better song, even though I had to listen a bit more intently the way it was structured. Um, had a very mellow melody, um, not too fast-paced as the previous song. Um, I think if we got a, an acoustic version of that, it would sound like a lot more mellow than even that version that we got. Um, to be honest, I wouldn't even be surprised if back in the day if Barlow Girl did a feature on that song. I had a more pleasant listening experience with the Point of Grace song, but for the wrong reasons. <laughs> while, <laughs> while The Way You Love Me, I feel, is a better song altogether. So do I go with my personal entertainment or which is a better song? I'll go with Zoe Girl. What about you? <laughs> I'm going to go... Or I'll, I'll explain first before sure. I give you an answer. Add some suspense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think more than anything was just giving me like comedy spook vibes for some reason. Like I, all I could imagine was like an SNL skit um, and like the women of SNL songs. Like um, there was this one like holiday song. It was like about regifting candles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like all I thought, like that's all I could think about. Um, not to discredit them, but like, like you were saying, the harmonies were great and they, the message was good, but yeah. it's just, all I could think about was like, I couldn't even focus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you might've felt a similar, which is we're thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're just laughing most of the time, but, um, <laughs> which was very funny. Uh, but, uh, with <laughs> Zoe Girl, I feel like it was more, um, it was easier to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, the message still felt not over uh, overshadowed by yeah. um, like the daytime TV vibes. Right, right. Yeah, I choose Zoe Girl. Again. Nice, awesome, wow. So that means, unfortunately, Point of Grace has no point of returning <laughs> to point. <laughs> They've reached the point of no return, for lack of a better term, pun intended. Oh uh, so now on this final round, we're going to see if they can get any consolation or if Zoe Girl just whitewashed them. Here we go. The house that Mercy <laughs> built by Point of Grace.
that was an interesting one for me. The house that Mercy built, that beginning and ending guitar sample could easily fool you into thinking this is a Modern Hill song track. That could be sampled and, you know, re-looped into something completely brand new. Time we got to the verse, okay, now we're back to the 90s. Time we got to the chorus, then I felt like, okay, now we're looking at a room full of 60 of our favorite artists singing some one-world uh, charity song. <laughs> Not as cringy as that recent 5G Do It For The Phones commercial with Miley Cyrus and Dolly Parton. But anyway, um, getting into the final round, Give Me One Reason by Zoe Girl. I could hold you both and still be true 
I'm gonna say this because give me one reason first of all dedicated to all you Christians who think you could save a non-Christian boyfriend or girlfriend anyways <laughs> second of all I do have a, a little bit of bias towards that song since it was my only go-to song when I couldn't play a Britney Spears ballad in front of my parents um <laughs> <laughs> and, and thirdly as good of a song it is and it grows on you be very careful with that song it can re-loop in your head all day long um i did think the chorus did overstay its welcome a little bit at the end there but before i get into the remaining points i'm gonna let morgan go first uh this time you made this one difficult there's a lot of things to say um <laughs> yeah. or a lot of thoughts i guess um I feel like the songs are just inherently different mm -hmm. and there's so much about them to compare. Yeah. Um, like on, on one hand you have uh, Give Me One Reason by Zoe Girl, which is um, it's it feels more um, personal. It's like obviously it's written as um, someone um, telling their story instead of trying to um, speak to a congregation mm. about like what Jesus has done for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also it made me think about like, yes, it is about like the boy she loves. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like it can also be applicable to idolatry, like of mm -hmm. any kind. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I feel like the message, although it seems simple, can also be um, like kind of taken as complex if you, if you, want to see it that way right right um and uh yeah it sounds again just like the rest of their music the, the theme i've noticed is they tend to sound more mainstream uh more yeah. like playing on the radio reaching people mm -hmm. that way yeah whereas um point Grace, i feel like sounds as if um they're reaching people through church mm -hmm. and through um services and like yeah. that church experience mm -hmm. but yeah with uh give me one reason i just all i could imagine i had was like step like people singing on the stage and like step touching yeah, yeah and like yeah. just yeah passing back and forth um but i did i did like the the complexity of the message because there's just so much you can go into with that oh yeah um, so and then house at mercy built mm -hmm. Although I do think most of Point of Grace's songs sound more, like generically more theatrical in terms of like, again, that church experience as opposed to like a mainstream experience. Mm -hmm. um, like, I liked the instrument. I think this was my favorite song by them. Like, hands down, I like that the best out of all three. Um, so it's, it's hard because it's like, do I go with the complex one that mm -hmm. made me think or do I go with the one? Do I do I give do I give Point of Grace uh, like a compilation point? Like do I or a consolation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you need more time to think about um, it, I I could finish my vote. But I'm thinking like I don't know if you agree, but me personally, I kind of felt like I left the the two best songs for last. I kind of felt like these two songs kind of. Uh, how should I say? Reminded me that there is some maturity to <laughs> these two. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. not. It's not just the daytime swan songs that we were hearing before. It was. <laughs> there's actually some depth here. So this this got us back on track. I kind of feel, but I have to give it to give me one reason. Uh, 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 because again, the bias, the memories, and I kind of feel like, even though it's a topic that's touched on in like church or Bible study environment, it's not really put in song form that often. So I, I kind of feel like the, that makes the song stand out even more so because of how less that topic is addressed in song form in the Christian community. So maybe Morgan has a, a attempt other than me. Maybe she's heard more songs on that topic, but for me, I kind of liked it. So, that's why I'm going Zoe Girl. Okay, you going tie or are you going to make a decisive vote? I think I'm going to go with Give Me One Reason by Zoe Girl, especially because just like you were saying, it's not it's not written about a lot in terms of Christian music. I feel like 
a lot of mainstream music talks about, like heartbreak or what certain things look like on a personal level. And although I do believe that like our relationship with God is inherent, it's personal. Yeah. Uh, I do think sometimes there's a difference between Christian music and worship music. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I think that distinction needs to be uh, <laughs> just reiterated. But I feel like most uh, Christian music that's put out today is worship right. as opposed to just like a regular person writing about their experience. Right. And I feel like, give you one reason, reminds me of how like I used to write music. Mm. Like I used to write Christian music or like I used to write music as a Christian about my experience and it wasn't inherently like, um, or I'm sorry, it wasn't verbally like the most profound yeah. thing. Like I didn't bring mm-hmm. like Christ into it a lot, but I made it like a personal experience. For, like okay, like Christians deal with this too. Mm-hmm. I like the complexity of the song. Yeah. It reminds me of how um, I used to try to write music because I never felt like there was any music to explain my Christian but also human experience. Yeah. Because like yes, I think it's important to look to God through worship. But I also think um, maybe the Christian community could do a little more in terms of just providing a human experience right. of music as well. Exactly. Exactly. 100%. I, I definitely agree with you. The Give me one reason, no matter how good that message was, had no business being longer than three and a half or four minutes, only because of <laughs> how much they were grinding that chorus into you, especially in that... <laughs> third act third act for drama thespian purposes anyway uh, <laughs> anyway morgan so good to have you back on the show uh it was really fun um give us your final thoughts on what you thought of, about zoe Gover's point grace and then we'll sign out i was pleasantly surprised i tried not to have any expectations going into it because i wasn't familiar with either of these artists yeah it's been, it's been great to to talk and just delve into music again i haven't been able to really find musicality up here. Like, I haven't really been able to. <laughs> right. But yet I would be so jealous of a place like Alaska as an escape, especially for uh, song songwriters, you know, because I kind of feel like what, what one of my dream things to do in the future is just like buy an escape land that once the songs have taken their time to, you know, um, really rest with people that I can actually go rest myself and actually get more inspiration from. (laughs) Yeah. So like, I think it was when I watched the Jesus music documentary last year, by the way, I had the whole theater to myself. Um, (laughs) uh, Amy Grant said in the movie, she says, if, if the Lord ever privileges you with being successful in Christian or worship music, buy yourself a farm. (laughs) And let that let that farm be your escape for when you need to write songs, because Lord knows, especially with how commercialized and how famous Christian music has gotten, you're going to need those points to breathe away from the crowd and actually gain some songwriting inspiration again. So I, I, I fully agree with that point. Anyway, Morgan, thank you so much for coming back on. It's been real. It's been fun. Take care, y'all. Enjoy the music, and we will see y'all next time. Peace and blessings. So-